Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, spirituality in general, anything in that realm. Um, today's episode is our first episode of our second season. So, <laughs> so uh, it might seem a little odd since we've had this podcast for two years. But we decided to start doing seasons now. So this is officially season two. Yeah. And uh, we had a break. You know, we, we haven't really had an episode in a couple months. So that's when we realized we should have it broken into seasons so that when there's that gap, it makes sense. Um, today's episode. We just, go ghost, we, we, we just ghost everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, we're trying to like reformat for the new year and kind of have a much tighter um, schedule, like consistent We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, let's say we're probably just going to catch up, talk about our new book. Um, we might touch on astrology, depending on how much time, you know, we spend yeah. chatting. But before we get into it, do you want to tell them where they can find us at? So you can follow us over on Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram, um, at Ed Arlene. You can follow us on Twitter at EdPro underscore PGH. We tweet a lot. You can go to Patreon and become a patron um, and support us that way. That's awesome. Thank you to all the new patrons we've gotten. We appreciate you guys. Um, and then you can go to our YouTube channel where we post Reiki infused videos almost every single day and go get the juice. Uh, also, you know, we make candles. If you're new to this podcast, don't know. We um, also have a couple books out and, you know, have a bunch of fun stuff in our store. So we invite you to go check it out and we'll have all of that stuff linked down below the book just came out since we've yeah. been gone off the podcast we just released a new book it's called today it's um a daily oracle book it's amazing go check it out that's linked below yeah. <laughs> no it's great so basically um it's a it's like bibliomancy bibliomancy um and if you're not familiar with that it's basically divination using a book and in our first book things know about self-love you could optionally use the book that way and um we're trying to finish up our inner illumination book so right now the deck is out you can find that link down below uh it's a beautiful oracle deck i did all the illustrations we wrote it together um and we have like a companion book that's supposed to go with it and that will also be um, available as like a divination tool in its own right. But today, Daily Oracle is a divination tool, period. So you can go through it every day and read it if you want in that, um, like how things about self-love are, like every day you get that like inspiration or you can do the um, holding it against your heart and asking what you need and then opening it up and it gives you some guidance. So, I mean, I guess since we're talking about it, I could do it right now for you guys, like for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. Um, Asking for guidance for all of our listeners. What do we need to know? Put yourself first for once. That's right. 2022, new year, the word. Well, it's really easy to not put yourself first, um, especially, I know we always talk about like cultural, like conditioning and societal pressures and stuff like that, but it's almost like shameful to take care of yourself. Um, You know, the whole like hustle, whatever BS, you know. Yeah, the no sleep, um, no sleep. Yeah. Uh, not spending your money, saving everything, and, like 
go buy some stuff, have fun, live life. Yeah, you gotta enjoy yourself. Yeah. And take care of yourself as well and not get too caught up in all the like, you know, misery, potential miseries that can be out there perceived, you know, lack and whatnot. But um, yeah, so that's how it works, uh, basically. And then you can use it, the book with tarot cards and oracle cards and stuff like that if you want to like get more information and it's all of our all of our books and our cards are supposed to be a jumping off point for intuition as well so like our card deck comes with like a short guide and then we have like the longer ebook version and then we're going to have the fancy version um called inner the inner illumination handbook which is like going to be hard well hardback are we going to have it in softback i can't remember we might have it in paper if people want it let us know yeah. what you want <laughs> yeah so, I mean, it's a bit longer with that one just because um, it is. I, we think that everything gets released when it's supposed to. That seems to be how it, it goes. Even with the podcast, like, the timing of it is always, like, in, in alignment with, you know, what we're going through. And, you know, it seems like society and stuff, too, which is really weird. Even our guests, you know, like, sometimes we'll have guests on and they are, like, at the perfect time to be on the show. Everything always comes exactly at the right time. Especially yeah. with this podcast. We always get amazing guests exactly when we need them. Um, so it's exciting. And what was I going to say? Completely lost. You were talking about timing and how everything happens exactly when it's meant to. And I was, like, just thinking, like, I needed that break from the podcast. I need it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if anybody's been listening to it for the past two years, like, I needed that shit. I needed a break from everything. We do a lot. We do a lot of things. And sometimes you need to just pause some shit to get other shit done. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like we were saying, like, all of the products are, like, a jumping off point for intuition. So the, um, you know, the cards come with a short guide and then they have the, you know, middle and longer one. And it's so that like, if, I don't know if you, anyone's ever learned like tarot and stuff, but sometimes you can make like a short guide so you can remember it faster. But we also want people to like see what comes to them as well. Mm-hmm. So they can break through and start hearing, you know, divine guidance if that's what they're seeking. All right. So I think we're gonna have a quick break and then we're going to get back into the episode. Okay guys, this is an ad. We believe in supporting small business, and today we're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. They make 100% organic, handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing, it lasts for a very long time, they use eco-friendly paper tubes, they're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. All right, guys, we're back. We're going to talk about past life astrology. We've talked about it before. This isn't going to be like anything in depth or anything, but we, what we're going to talk about in particular, I don't know if you all, you remember, if you listen to a past episode, one day Arlene and I were hanging out at my house and we got a little bit, um, 
you know, boost up and decided to play around with astrology stuff. And we ended up buying a bunch of astrological reports, uh, one of which is the karmic report. And so a karmic report is going to tell you information about your past life and then why, like some of the stuff you're working on and things that you've worked on in past lives, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's more than just like your south node and your north node. Um, it's just going to go go through everything a little bit more in depth. You know, it goes over our retrograde planets. So uh, one thing it discusses is uh, everybody has some retrograde planets except uh two people i know and that's like a rare most people have at least like two or three uh it's also rare to have all of your planets in retrograde or like a huge chunk of them i have a lot in retrograde i think you have like four or five i had five um is that a lot of astrologers of um our podcast universe do you is that a thing how like what's the deal (laughs) Is that normal or is that like crazy? Like I chose the hard. I think um, five is like moderate. I do think that um, you know, there's a reason why you probably did f- had that many in retrograde. Uh, I think four, I think it's like two to four or something that's normal. A lot of people I think have like two, but having them all in retrograde is unique and having none is pretty unique according to the readings. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not an astrologer, so... Yeah, um, astrologers, you feel like tuning in, go for it. Yeah, and I've, I, you know, I've, I've read a lot over the break. I've read, like, everybody's karmic reports. I have a couple more I need to get. I feel like everywhere, like, I go, I, like, talk to people about it. I feel like we need an affiliate with the website that you buy them from, <laughs> because... Yeah, how many people bought these things? We could have got a cut. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. And, you know, I, like I said, I read so many of them over the break. And they're all so uniquely different. And then I read them from people I knew. And it they're all different, but they all capture the energy of everybody. Because I know, you know, I know them personally. So if you're kind of confused about what we're talking about still, basically you go to this website and... Um, they run through, you put in your information and it runs through your uh, past life chart, your karmic report, your karmic chart. Um, and as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, you can reference astrology to learn about some of your soul journey and your past lives and some of the lessons that you're here to learn. And so, uh, you know, the, this computer program doesn't know you or anything and it just runs it. And then you get a report and it tells you the karmic lessons that you're, you know, going through. It tells you some like prominent events that might've taken place in a past life that are still influencing you. So one thing about past lives is that um, like where our souls are also old, you know, and I know that's up for debate because there's so many different belief systems, but from our knowledge, most people have been through it. Whether that be, you know, not on Earth, on Earth, whatever, you know. Whatever you so, want to believe. Yeah, pretty much. It's all up to you. We're just referencing us and yeah. our frame of reference and our understandings of things. Um, but, you know, when your past lives, you're going to have a prominent ones that you're still being influenced by or energy from those lives that you're still healing from or working from. Um, or positive things from those lives that are coming through to you know help you out that you've just mastered 
you know, and that it's just a part of you. So it's not always, it's not always bad, but, uh, you know, we talked about the retrograde planets earlier. Those, that energy, for example, is going to be whatever happened in that past life was so, I don't want to say like traumatizing, but left such an impact on you that you don't want to necessarily use that energy of that planet in this life. It doesn't mean you're not affected by that planet. And like I said, we're not astrologers. This is what the reading had said in it when I was explaining it. Um, And there's more to retrograde planets in your chart than just, oh, I don't want to work with that energy. But for what we're talking about today, that's what it is. You know, for most part, that's why Arlene was like, I have five of them. So there's five planets where I'm like, nope, <laughs> not happening. Utilize that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the, the funny thing is, is you have to read through it, I think, a couple times. Or I had to. So I've, I've, I've read the charts multiple times from, like, you know, everybody. And like I said, they're all very different. Yeah, because you know, how, it's just a computer-generated program. We bought it for entertainment purposes, and it ended up being, like, soul shaking a little bit yeah yeah because it tells you things that like are deep inside of you that you've never you might not really openly like feel or talk about um for example and then this like report knows like some of your fears some of your worries um you or we can well yeah i know mine the best so i'll talk about mine um well we have a big family you've listened to the podcast we talk about all of our siblings and stuff our brother actually does the theme song um and I'm the oldest and in my report it talked about how I was very close to my younger siblings and I felt extremely protective over them because of um some things that happened in a past life and I felt like I was a failure so I have this like weird like extreme um just like attachment and protective nature of all you guys. And yeah, I don't openly talk about that stuff, but that's true. Like I'm very close with my younger siblings and I think I'm very like, like I just want everybody to thrive and very protective and stuff. And, and it mentions that in the report, like how would this stranger know how? Yeah. How would the stranger, how would this computer, you know? Yeah. How would he even know I had siblings? Yeah. How? <laughs> Where do we this? <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, like it's our, you know, our brother, his reports, so he's, you know, a musician, and it talked about how music plays a prominent role in his life. How yeah. would he have known? <laughs> um, even down to, uh, so I have uh, Mars and retrograde and Neptune, and not all all the time is like that retrograde planet, like you know, da da da. But the Neptune yeah. one, it the energy of that gives me this like imagination and very like. Vivid imagination, fantasy land, you know, that type of thing. And I definitely have a really crazy imagination and it, it sparks a lot of creativity and, you know, that type of thing, the energy of this planet. It's like, how would I have known that I do art and I go off into Edda land all the time, you know? Yeah. But there were there's some funny things in the charts, you know? Yours kind of read like Pride and Prejudice, like dramatic, yeah. like Love Lost. A period piece romance novel yeah tragedy yes that's it did it did and like <laughs> revenge revenge <laughs> lust and desire yeah it was pretty entertaining <laughs> i thought dance was a lot of fun too 
And every single person that we've encountered over the past, I don't know how many months, have bought that report because I, of you. I got a text from one of our friends saying they were going to send me the report. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, it's, I, you know, it, it's great. I love it. If, you know, you like to read, you get to read about yourself. And um, and there's just, like, weird stuff. Like, you know, we are saying you had love loss. There's, like, drama and all this energy that you feel. And, I mean, mine was shocking. Uh in regards to like my ha- my chart is ruled by Venus and my Mars is in retrograde and, and it referenced how I have like beef with like patriarchal things you know and like the concept of power like I have issues yeah. with it um so it's a lot of like rides of the matriarchy and it's ironic because I used to say before we even got like super super deep in everything I used to always say rise of the matriarchy honor the womb I would just say it randomly. All the time. All the time. All the time. It's just, that's been like your life motto. It has been. Like, if there was some weird social thing, I'd be like, you know, this is a wreck, and you know what it is. We need the matriarchy, and we need to honor the womb. <laughs> like, I said it all the time. I but always chart. You're, you always come off as, like, very, like, you know, angelic, but, like, high priestess angelic energy. Like, you're just, like, floating in the room. And then you have all this intensity behind it. So people might look at you and be like, oh, but just, you know, that artist girl. And you, like, open your mouth and it's just like, why? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, that was the what my chart was referencing that the energy I have now is because of the uh, fuck shit that I did or partook in as a man in the past. And that I'm not into that anymore. And then I need to like show, but I, but it was saying that I have knowing the power I had that empowers me now. And I feel like I don't need the brawn and the like aggression and you know what I mean? But it said whatever happened was such, such a traumatic thing that from those lifetimes that I like am not dealing with, I obviously I'm using masculine energy, but I'm not, it's like not the main mode of operation. Now we could go on. I, 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 uh, Always said that I felt like I was still working on the same stuff from other lives, and that was confirmed in the report and from past life regression. But, um, you know, I remember I told you, I was like, you know, I really think that I've been working on the same, like, you know, stuff for yeah. a couple, multiple lifetimes. And that's what the chart said. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. And that made, made me have an epiphany because one of the things I noticed in the chart is like in passing, you know, us and our friends will joke about stuff like oh you must have been such and such in a past life or yeah just jokingly not really like full-blown serious or you know you were totally you know a a princess or something or I don't know like yeah I hope you guys know what I'm saying but just it's like or you have a very 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 old soul like my our youngest sister you know I told you everybody has old souls but like this this girl honestly she's you know the amount of wisdom she has and that no bullshit energy and stuff like you can just feel it like that's like a lot of the younger the people younger what is gen z yeah no like, i agree the gen z energy a lot they're a over lot. it <laughs> I, I, remember I, remember. I i know i know we don't even just talk about all that the stuff, what I found, though, was the stuff that we would, like, jokingly say to our friends and to our family members, like, oh, that must be a past life thing, or, oh, you, you definitely, you had to have been such and such, that um, the karmic reports were, were saying it. And so I'm wondering if the things that we 
feel or know are actually really are like true. Like, you know, you just have this pat, I don't know, just this randomly you have this passion for Spain and you just love Spanish, you know, guitar and you just want to go and look at Spanish art and architecture. You just love it. Maybe this is past life. Like maybe you do know your past life stuff. It's just, it's not socially acceptable for you to receive this type of information in the reality we live in right now. Yeah, because it, it is the soul knowledge. Yes, exactly. It's soul knowledge. And you can't, for some reason, we don't treat that knowledge as we all know it, we all feel it, but we don't treat it like it's normal. So you have a bunch of the whole world feeling like they're not normal when they're having normal things. You know what I mean? Like normal, normal experiences. Like you're not yeah. isolated to what you're experiencing. And then the stigmas are, are slowly fading, honestly. Yeah. In our world, in our universe, wherever we're at, it seems like a lot of things are becoming more socially acceptable. Because even the fact that you can say you're a witch is like a big deal. Oh, yeah. um, medium's abilities or psychic, psychic abilities or whatever. I mean, one of your clairs are really strong. You're super clairvoyant or super clairsentient. And people are actually trying to learn how to harness these things, which we all have access to. Oh, yeah. I you know one thing I um I was listening to someone talk. I don't know what what if it was like podcast or what. But um they were saying that right now a lot of people are like claircognate and clairsentient. Like they have those clairs just really out the gate. Yeah. Because they said that it's more socially acceptable to say something like, I just have a gut feeling. I just feel like this is wrong, which would be like clairsentient or empathic, either, you know, either or. Or to go, I just know this. Like it's easy. So like a claircognate person will have just like info, info come in. So but it's it's not as socially acceptable to say something like, like I had a vision that this would happen. Could you imagine if you just like stopped mid grocery store? Oh wait, I have a vision like Raven. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm saying it's not, we're just not used to it. And the other one is like the um, Claire uh, audience. If I was said, Oh, Oh, my spirit guy just yelled in my ear that this was happening. Like, yeah, stuff happens. But like, if I just, like you said, we're in a grocery store and I said, stop spirit guy just told me this. It would not be as socially acceptable as stop. Yeah, but people still do it, man. They still do it. No, there are people who are doing it because I think that, like you were saying, those boundaries are starting to go away because so many people are having these types of experiences. It's starting to become more socially acceptable. So I'll be really intrigued to see what type of, like, Claire's become more popular. Yeah, like, it's not a coincidence that everyone's empathic. You know what I mean? It's because it's also easier for you to develop that Claire, in my personal opinion, because, yeah. you know, it's how, not weird anymore. How many times has someone said, I don't know how I know this, but I know. Yeah, that's Claire Cognant. Yeah, it's Claire Cognant. So that's how many, how many, every who's listening has probably said at least once or a hundred times in their life so far. Or like taking a I, test and then you just know the answer. You know what I mean? You're like, how does that happen? Meanwhile, yeah, like I'm really good at test taking. Meanwhile, I'm just tapping into my team and they're just do helping me do it all. That's hilarious. Yeah. Or just, or another, another thing that's like interesting to explore when it comes to the Claire's is like, um, no, the, uh, voice in your head is yours. Usually most people because, <laughs> um, your guides and stuff know that you're going to be receptive to that voice. 
So sometimes you could have a thought come in thinking it's yours and it's not. And technically a clairaudient person will receive information spoken to them in their heads too. It's not just like in their ear. So sometimes people have a clairaudient ability, but they think it's claircognance because it's all inside their head. Whereas a claircognant is just, boom, I know. Here it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're just sitting there and you're just like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly what you're saying. We experience this stuff all the time. Yeah. But the voice in your head, sometimes it's your voice, you know, that inner talking, but but it might be one of your guides or like somebody on your spirit team. Cause they know that like, if they came in like, hello, my child, like it would freak you out. Yeah. You'd be like, crazy. I need to be committed. You know, we've talked to how many people who channel, how many we talked to. They all said the same thing. Yeah. One of the things they say, cause we asked Karen Newman a while back, a long time ago, we asked them all, but I remember her response. She said, we asked her like, how do you know it's, um, you know, your guide. And she said that it's a still small voice in your head and it only says it once. So it won't like your voice. You'll overthink things she was explaining. So you but at the driving reference is always a thing. So if it's from you, you would be like, I'm going to go right. Should I go right? I don't know. Maybe I should go left. Maybe I should try a different route. But when it, she said it's like your guys, it'll just you're usually OK, I'm going to drive right. I'm going to turn right. And then you'll just hear once turn left. And then the rest of those thoughts like, why did I think of that? Should I turn left? I don't know. That would be yours again. But she said that our guides and stuff are very, like, this is it. Because they don't need to explain themselves. Like, either you listen or you don't listen, I guess. And that stuck out to me from everybody. Yeah, I really like that. That was one of my favorite podcast episodes. Yeah. Well, you know why. We love her philanthropic nature and her desire to help everybody in the world. And there was no, like, and I'm, all of our guests were amazing, but she's this, like, spiritual teacher who's extremely knowledgeable, and there's no, like, you have to come to me to seek this help. Instead, her whole no agenda service, you know? She, yeah. was in, well, she was in India, right? Like, she trying to help India, women. Helping women, and I believe she was helping with um, some of the other efforts, like water and so on and so forth, but she was in India when we interviewed her. And like she was saying, there's so many things that we take for granted that we have access to within like a minute, five minute drive that people can't get at all for, for months or ever because they're so they can't they can't financially do it. They just it's just not it's not a thing. And there's a lot of women and children who need supplies that would be just as simple as someone just donating five dollars to a cause that could provide these towns with feminine products or clean water there's so many things that we have access to that we don't we just don't that that's one of my favorite episodes of all time it is in my soul because it reminds you like we get so caught up in our perceived miseries that we don't understand that like there's other things happening in the world and there's other ways that we can be good to people instead of being so caught up in the distraction of everything or the when oh i'll do this then waiting for tomorrow to do things and to, to just be in a good person when it's the little efforts the little tiny things that add up if we all collectively do it exactly well i think we're getting on to like 
half hour. I wanted to keep this episode pretty short. We have another one. I think our next one's going to be about touch on astrology. I think it's the year of perfection. Okay. About like deciphering um, like what's your intuition versus anxiety, um, ego. That should be something we should do this year. We can. I mean, yeah. But 2022, this is going to be a good year. Much better than the past two. If there's anything that we've all learned from the past two years is that um, we need to find happiness now and stop waiting for tomorrow to do things that we want to do. Yeah. And yeah. it is good, like our book said at the beginning of this podcast, to put yourself first for once. And that should be the energy for 2022. It's that, uh, you know, self-care, self-care. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, take care of yourself, your well-being and take care of others. So like if you get your shit together, you're able to help other people. You're not perpetuating misery. He has so much rhetoric and like bullshit on the Internet and social media and everybody jumping on the wave. And now nobody wants to do the self-care thing. You know, that's like out of vogue in the spirit community. But the, they're missing the point of it all. It's you get yourself but, you know, whatever you call it, vibing high or like in a good space and it ripples out because when you're happy, you're nice to people <laughs> like you're good to people. You're good to your loved ones. You smile, you wave at people. But if you keep yourself run down and miserable and stuff, you just keep that cycle of like, you know, whatever going. Yeah, but it all starts with you. It starts with getting yourself good, yourself right. And then you can help help other people more. And just you being a nice person and putting that good energy out in the world is enough. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Yes. This is season two. (laughs) Season two. We'll see how many episodes are in this season. And then, um, you know, we plan on having some guests. We have some people in mind we're going to reach out to. But we're probably going to have, like, you know, back at self-care, we're probably going to not overdo it and probably just have, like, a guest maybe a month or Whatever's meant to happen is going to happen. Thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for Reiki at the end of the episode. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you.